0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to part two with Jimmy. Now, if you guys didn't listen to part one, go back to last week and listen to part one. Uh, It sets up some of what's going on today. Uh, We talk about in the beginning, we transition right into kind of roasting some of our friends and hanging out and talking about some fun stories. And then we also talk about some struggles growing up navigating middle school and high school because that was a kind of a tumultuous time for me as well. So it was interesting to hear how Jimmy also struggled with some of those things and some of the stuff he learned from his dad that kind of uh, helped him navigate that and also a bunch of other different stories so it was a lot of fun. Uh, this wasn't as focused on the practicality part and everything like that it was more there was a little bit of mental health talk in there so it was a lot of fun. And without further ado, here's part 2 with Jimmy. Thank you guys. Enjoy. Because
1: I've I've probably jumped like 15 cars Yeah In two years Three years uh, Because None of our friends Knew how to do it <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> None of our friends Knew how to do it It was yeah. So I've I've had to jump Carl's car I've had to jump Ryan's car I've had to change Ryan's tire I've had to jump Mikey's car I've mm-hmm. had to jump Andre's car <laughs> i had to jump Random guy in Wegman's car mm-hmm. uh, I've probably jumped Tom's car once Because Tom's car Is a piece of shit too
0: Yeah <laughs> You would have had to jump the van back in the day, but...
1: I, I, yeah, I... If Andre... There was that one time, I remember, Andre drove to, like, a smash tournament. Yeah. And just the car blew up. Oh, the, my the God. Just, <laughs> like no, he, I, he was pouring water in it or some shit. Wow. So that was funny.
0: I was... Uh, I think I was at work, and Andre decided to go to his... He just got his license. He decided to go to his first local by himself. He was going to SWAT. And um, I get this call that's just like... Uh, not a call, I get like text later he's like Lucas, something's wrong with the van somethings <laughs> 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 which every great story just starts with like Lucas, something's wrong, yeah. <laughs> something's wrong with the van, bad news, <laughs> bad news, like I thought he died the other day, yeah was that,
1: he definitely could have
0: there was this first off we'll we'll finish the van story and then we'll <laughs> the, we'll give you an idea of what Andre's like um because he's he's my best friend, he's like my closest i he knows me better than probably anyone in the entire world because we spend so much time together. Yeah, I'm going to say it's not even close. Yeah, it's. I can't even imagine anyone that would come close, but like you said, and then I just get this text. It's like, Lucas, something's wrong with the car, and then I get home later, and everyone's telling me, like, yeah, he was just driving it, and then it just started smoking everywhere, yeah. just everywhere yeah. on the highway. He had to pull over, and I can just imagine Andre sitting there going, fuck.
1: <laughs> Imagining Andre <laughs> dealing with like high-pressure situations is so funny, like he's not like a high... For things that he's like skilled in, mm-hmm. like high pressure situations in video games, for him he thrives off that.
0: I, I haven't seen anything like it actually, or I have seen things like it. Mm-hmm. He has that thing that where he loves that moment. Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: But like putting Andre behind the, the the wheel of a smoking van, he'll have no idea what the fuck to do. Yeah, <laughs> he'll have no idea what. <laughs>
0: oh, have I told you <laughs> the story about when uh, Ivy bit my hand and I passed out? No. Uh, so I've so st- I've told this on the podcast before, but I don't mind. Um, it's, um, and I hope the listeners don't mind. It's a great story. So I was sitting there, uh, in my room and I'm just chilling and it's Black Friday. I think it's Black Friday or the day after Black Friday. We're just hanging out. And, uh, all I hear out of nowhere is Sophia is in the bathroom. I hear the dogs just arguing and Sophia screaming and I have to run over into Sophia's room, which is right next to my room. And she's like, just getting out of the shower. So it's like, oh fuck, like get out of here. Like, what are you doing? And, and then I have to grab the dogs cause they're legitimately fighting, biting each other. Mm. I grab Ivy. She bites my hand, and I go fuck. Like I pull my hand away, and then they we eventually break them up. Andre comes in. We eventually break them up, and I sit down. Oh, finally! Oh my god! Finally! Fuck, that's over. And I just, I just like <laughs> <laughs> the adrenaline. I don't know what it was because I remember looking at it. I still have a scar, and just thinking it was on my right hand because it's my that's my dominant hand. But um, I remember thinking I was like, okay, don't don't freak out right now. -hmm. Like you can freak out later. Take take care of the dogs first. And I remember looking at it and I was like, okay. I took like a second and a half and I was like, look at it. That's it's there. It's there. You got bit. Now go handle the go handle the um go handle the dogs. I handled the dogs. Then all that adrenaline just hit me and I was sitting there and I was like lying down. And all of a sudden, I just went out. I just like fell asleep and Andre comes upstairs. And I remember waking up thinking like everything felt sideways. I was like (laughs) waking up, I was like, oh my God. But Andre's running up the stairs and he just goes oh my god, Lucas, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Like, he's just standing in front of me, but he's not doing anything. And then I went downstairs and I threw up. It was funny. It was like funny story but andre's just standing there no idea what to do i'm uh, just sitting there uh, yeah how would he have any idea what to do i'm passed out with my hand like in my (laughs) lap yeah (laughs) i'm just sitting there i look like if you if it wasn't blood you'd just be like man he just had a great time yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's what it looked like (gasps) oh my god oh my god but um is that the is that the worst injury you've ever had no it's not it's actually not um not surprised (laughs) i I don't have that many bad injuries (sighs) It depends on what you consider bad. Um, Concussion is pretty bad. Yeah, the concussions are probably the worst. Pretty, pretty debilitating injury. Very. It's. Uh, I'm actually going to do a, a solo podcast on this and, talk, and and talk about it. But um, yeah, I, I I love talking about it because I think it's important to even injuries. I I injuries things that I struggle with. This is why I love the podcast is having these things. I love talking about them.
1: Yeah, well, and sharing. Your issues is, is, is a good way mm-hmm. to understand them better and have yeah. other people understand them to maybe help other people understand yeah. their own problems.
0: Yeah. I think that's a huge thing. I really do try to do that. I really try to. One thing that I try to do is I when I talk to people, I really try to talk to them in a really positive way because I think I'm a very positive person Mm -hmm. and I really enjoy having a great time with people and letting them know, yeah, you're comfortable. This is safe. Like hanging out with me is safe. You know what I mean? Like you can hang out with me. You can say whatever you want. Like I'm not going to judge you. And then, but for me, myself, what I then do is I, I let them know like of my insecurities or anything uh, without going too deep or anything. Just let them know that, yeah, I've got problems. Like, you know, I've got problems just like everybody else. And that that's going to be the most helpful thing is that if we all acknowledge that we all have problems and they're not really that big problems, but we all have our own little things going on, it'll be easier to interact with everybody. See, practical. So, yeah, it, it is very practical. It's very and it, practical. And that point of acceptance is something that I was really glad that... I got to hang out with you a lot is that point of acceptance is something that I asked you about because, um, that's just something I struggle with is the ability to just accept what's happened and that I can't influence it anymore. Exactly. And that
1: it, it was, uh, it was middle school that did it for me. Um, and now it's, yeah. I guess, hanging out with your little brother friends that did it for you.
0: Yeah. See, I, I see, uh, <laughs> we've talked about this too, is that, um, I can learn from everybody.
1: Yeah. Which is, uh, I think what everybody should do. I, I don't think, yeah. I think that the fact that this is a unique circumstance for you or that this is so out of the norm that you're hanging out with younger friends. Yeah. Cuz we hang out now. Yeah, we hang out. We hang out now. This is yeah. just you and me. Yeah. And there's a difference of 4 years. Yeah. Which, which I mean,
0: in the grand scheme of things it really isn't that big. It's not that big. It's at it's only at this time period. You right? know what it's I mean? It's so weird. It's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm 19, so I'm not a real human being." Yeah. Right? That's kind of weird. Yeah, it's it a really weird phase where you're you still don't have anything figured out. Joe Rogan said it best on his on his uh, his comedy skit is that you've barely been talking. <laughs> like you, you just kind of learned how to talk. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I think everybody has real value to them and things that they can teach me because my goal is to just be the best person that I can possibly be. Mm-hmm. So even when I sit down with you or Yash or Ryan, there's things that you guys do better than me. I don't give a fuck if you're younger than me. Exactly. Yeah. I just don't care. It yeah. doesn't mean anything to me. Like- mm-hmm. Um, sure. It took me a little bit to get over it. But then when I asked myself, oh, why, why am I uncomfortable hanging out with Andre and his friends sometimes? And they're a little bit younger than me. Is it because they're younger than me? Or is it because I'm just insecure because I'm older? Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what I found out and I just asked myself, I go, is it because I'm insecure and I, I'm older? Yeah, that's probably why. Well, do they have valuable things to say? Or are they fun to hang out with? Then who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you can do that and kind of put that in your life you it opens you to so many different possibilities mm. like this situation here and this is what i live for and this is why I, I podcast and record is i can sit here and i can really talk to you i love hearing about when you're talking about your dad and things that you've done with him and going and building a car that fascinates me yeah because that's that's something i haven't done you know yeah but that's a beautiful experience that you're gonna have forever you know i live for those human moments well, no, you'll have it forever too yeah, I'll have it forever. I Unfortunately, I wasn't there to see it, but you know, it's that storytelling then. I'm a big storyteller, so. Yeah, well,
1: you're going to have a lot of stories. You're going to be like a, a Gandalf one day. I, if, if I'm anything, Just be able, like... <laughs> able to talk for 13 hours straight.
0: Oh my God. The Lord of the Rings is. It's crazy. It is such a, I was just talking about it on the Monday preview before I recorded this with you, is that um, it is so different than what people expect when it comes to the movies. It's much different. These, the, the lore behind this, it is almost inconceivable from what you see that
1: also like one dude came up with all that. Yeah.
0: You know, it was him. And then his like son did some editing, but it's mainly him. Like he just decided. And there's this really fascinating thing uh, that he writes that I kind of try to take for myself is that he, he said he was writing it, but what he's really doing is just retelling the history. And that is a real, I love people that really approach the craft. The lore. Yeah. Like he just said, Oh, I'm just uncovering the history. That's pretty cool. Of the lore. Like he, and it sounds like when he's writing that he genuinely feels that, Oh no, no, this is just a journey that I am just, I'm on as well. I just happen to be writing this. Like I'm on it as well though. And I love people that approach their life that way. Like uh, Rogan. So Obviously, Rogan, one of the biggest podcasters out there, he says uh, some things like when he's on the podcast or when he's doing stand-up comedy, like when he's on the podcast, he's not, he is is a character, but he's still himself. Mm. He is his most authentic self because when you get put on the spot, on the mic, you have to be the most honest with yourself that you can possibly be, right? Because if I'm not honest with myself here Mm. in front of other people and being, how can I know that I'm going to be honest with myself? when I go out and I interact with people, right? That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. You
1: gotta be, you gotta be real with yourself and say like, am I, am I giving this my best? Yeah. Because I think a lot of dishonesty with other people can allow you to lie to yourself a lot. Yeah. Because you know, like even in the gym or something, you know, you don't want to do another set and you say, did I try my hardest? Yeah. Oh, I didn't got to go do that. Another set. you know, yeah,
0: that's a, that's a really good thing. Good point too. The gym is where you see it a lot is mm-hmm. um, the ability to just say uh, I'm done. <laughs> like I'm done today. And if you didn't do all of it, you're, you're going to feel it later. You, you'll know. Your body tells you when you, you didn't do the right amount or when you didn't really succeed. You yeah, just don't feel to, as being good. Being
1: able to comfortably say, I had a good workout today. You know? yeah. I left it all out there.
0: Yeah. I, I so. have not had one of those in a, in a long time. But see, that there's an issue there where I tell myself that I never have that. So that's where I'm saying like the practical part. Mm-hmm. is the ability to understand realistically. Because if I asked you, this is something I've learned from you, is that if I asked you, hey, hey Jimmy, how was your workout today? You went, ah, eh, it was okay. Like, I got this done, I got this done. But I've talked to you several times, over, like especially over this break. And before I've gone, how how was your workout today? He was like, I killed it. Like I had an amazing workout. Like I, I went on the Peloton, I did my Tabatas. It was awesome. And I got a little bit of a lift in. That's great to hear. And that is a really indicative point of someone who can say yeah i know practically really where i lie and like especially my workouts but for me like i'm kind of a, a freak about it you know what i mean yeah you
1: and i definitely have a lot of different approaches to working out uh for me it's it's more of like general maintenance working out you know it's just like working out's getting like my oil changed yeah right i'm just doing it to stay healthy it's, it's just
0: good i'm, I'm glad and to I see think, that you well know? that's
1: actually i sh- i take it back that's what it used to be yeah but now i've started to work out to try and move towards goals yeah uh, trying to get more get stronger mm-hmm. uh, just get do you better. have
0: anything in mind
1: no like certain number goals but like i have a way that i would like to look you know yeah. and once i start looking like that
0: yeah i'll be happy yeah. um
1: but that definitely won't happen for a little while yeah um not that i'm like unhappy with the way i look now yeah i just definitely could be more happy with the way i look
0: yeah there, and that's a that's a really good practical way i, I don't know practical is the name of the game today for what i'm talking to you but Like, see, I'm someone who struggled with, like, body image issues for a while, too. Yeah, I mean, I I
1: did, too, for a long time. Yeah, Yeah. and
0: just the ability to just say, oh, yeah, you know, I want to look better, but I like how I look now. You know, I look fine. That's something that this concussion's actually taught me, is because I haven't been able to lift for two months.
1: Yeah, well, I think you also have to, like, sit yourself down and and just, uh, I don't know. I just, when I I really get in my own head and just start thinking, like, oh, I'm ugly, right? I sit down and say, oh, my mom still loves me dad still loves me you know and they think i'm pretty they think i'm pretty my dog i think you're pretty, pretty. I, think yeah. you're pretty. <laughs> I think you're pretty too. yeah <laughs> and you just gotta you gotta break it down and uh you gotta find the light because uh it's always there yeah and um you can't can't ever like give up on uh i don't want to sound cheesy and say like give up on hope but giving up on their say whatever you want man yeah giving up on uh not being a better you because you're afraid to. Yeah. It's stupid.
0: And the ability to really ask yourself and tell yourself when you are avoiding it and you're not you
1: gotta be real with yourself. If you want to get better.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a really good skill set. And I know we, we, like we've been talking about our lives because I think it's important. Something that's been on my mind a lot. And I think that also too, that's because we've been hanging out is because you're someone that really does drive towards that. And then growing up with that is, is super important. I can't even imagine, like, uh, <laughs> like if we took our brains and you like put them down and like the thought process, it'd be really fascinating because I think we're actually similar in certain ways. Oh, yeah. And I think you see, you you appear to me to be pretty dedicated to in some even with things that you don't enjoy doing as much. Like I've seen you, you just are able to sit down and kind of do work because you understand that I have to do this work because That's I will exactly, suffer yeah. for it later. Exactly. I, see, I really struggle with doing busy see, work.
1: I used to because I. I used to be such a different person in middle school, and even in my first two years of high school, I think. I think. How come? uh,
0: So you keep coming back to middle school real quick. How come you think I struggled in middle school? So middle school school was my
1: middle school was my crucible, right? Yeah. Um. This is something that you and I have in common is um. I uh, saw a therapist in eighth grade. um, Mm -hmm. The entirety of eighth grade, because I I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I I really just I mean I just didn't like. Yeah.
0: Life. school you know yeah, I just yeah, didn't like struggling
1: didn't like my friends I didn't which is weird Because I have the same friends now <laughs> don't tell them yeah and um, but I didn't like my uh, didn't like My friend group I was getting bullied by girls um, which mm-hmm. is weird no guys really gave a shit about me but these
0: girls it was like they're they're ruthless they were ruthless dude, <laughs> dude they really <laughs> back were in, back in middle I was, school it was like oh you've got gosh. like the one big guy bully but then the girls they like to they, they ganged like, up on you it was like up. three or four of them they all know each other and they would
1: all turn the other Girls are the worst,
0: dude. Girls are the worst. Oh my god! You gotta love it was, them. It was
1: like three or four of them, right? And three I think or four everybody
0: them, at that age is just the worst. Do you know what I mean? Oh my god,
1: kids yeah. are the worst. Keep going. Um, they would always just like gang up on me, right? Yeah. And girls are just so anti guy at that age. Yeah, is that it? Doesn't take a lot for every single girl in the class to be anti that guy. Yeah, you know, and that that's what would happen a lot is I wouldn't do anything. I would yeah. just sit there, get victimized, and then the entire class would hate me. Yeah, um, and that was really hard for me to deal with.
0: Well, it's hard uh, too okay. because or, too because in um in middle school it's a vulnerable. God, middle school sucked. Yeah, and like you said, in eighth grade, um, so I didn't start. I see. I thought I saw a therapist when I was younger, and then I started going um five years ago now. So I've done a lot of work. Um, but that is a vulnerable age. Yeah, yeah,
1: and that was um, I was able to realize it then.
0: Yeah, which is, that's this, good. This it's is matured. where all
1: my practicality came from. Is this. This therapist is, I, I, uh, I had been diagnosed with was pretty mild to severe uh, depression. Yeah. Um, I had gotten some depression meds. Yeah. Um, and my dad, my dad handed them to me. He's like, listen, I, uh, it's part of the reason I love my dad so much because because of this time period. Yeah. Um, and just my mom too. Um, yeah. I haven't talked about my mom enough on this podcast, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but we can talk mom, about her a little bit. Yeah. Mom's an incredible person.
0: Both of them are. Um, but it was it very was a lot successful just, on top of it too Oh yeah Just moved to Vienna for two years to do shoes. some work, But keep going Big keep shoes going. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> But it was he, he handed me the medicine And this is really where This is where my turning point was Is he handed me the medicine And he's like look This is an illness Okay It's like having a cold Yeah Right there's nothing wrong with you Yeah And um I never took the medicine Okay And I never went back to the therapist Yeah And from that day on I uh I've had a really really solid grasp on my uh my mental health because I've treated it like I treat my body. Yeah. Um and it's something that needs to be worked out. It's something that needs to be It's pretty powerful. Fed right. It's something that needs to be uh, it needs to be treated like you treat your body because yeah. There's nothing more important than your mental health.
0: Yeah. I think the fact that so I don't know if you give yourself enough credit for this, but I just want to note that the ability to do that at that age. It yeah. was uh it was that's a big step that's yeah. a very mature step at that age because see i'm someone who struggled with the exact same things at that age and that like um not necessarily bullying but i was i was i've always been an oddball i don't i don't know yeah. if you ask uh, i get it I get if it. you <laughs> ask if you ask everybody out of everybody that knows me we'll just li- fucking look at you how many other 23 year olds of podcast i don't know probably a good amount but you think so I, You're probably right. This day and age, fucking everybody. Has podcasts. Everybody can have a podcast. Yeah, it just depends on how uh, if you can uh, make it you work. A, you know, what
1: you mean? can have you can have a podcast, but can you have a good podcast? Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: there is a quality. See, there's this uh, fine line that I try to walk. Where, um, yeah, there. Okay, let me preface this a little bit more. But when it comes to just success or me in general and podcasting, uh, that yes, I think that I'm quite good at podcasting mm. and then there's this factor of is there a lot of people doing the amount of work and time that i put in and in the big scheme of things there are not a lot of kids that are my age because i'm still a kid i'm only 23 mm. i might be an adult by legal age but you're but still I, a kid yeah i still make the same immature a, you have a, a kid brain oh yeah like i have one of the most kid brains for for my age i think because i just i'm so curious I'm so curious. And I think that's what it helps my my podcast is that I'm really curious. Um, But also, too, I can get caught in my head a lot. So it's this fine line of walking for me. Okay, yeah, I do a lot of these things, and there's not a lot of kids that have podcasts. And I don't want to shit on anybody that has a podcast. You know what I mean? If um, you've got a podcast, and even if it's struggling, if it's growing, whatever, I'm glad that you have one. Just come on the show. Yeah, just come on the show. I love it. But um, there's also a fine line of, oh, yeah, I need to give myself some credit because... I am 23. I have over 150 episodes almost or 150 published pieces of content. And that's man, that's hours of work, like hours and hours and hours of work. And so it's, it's hard to, I've never been one to give credit to myself that way, but that's a, it's a good type of thing to do. I
1: think that's one of the ways we're similar is we don't ever give credit to ourselves. Yeah. Um, Because I've, Up until recently, I never really understood what I had done at that age. Yeah, which Um, is,
0: it's a hard thing to, real quick, it's a hard thing to say, I don't give credit to myself without sounding like an odd, but it's true because you have to be able to say to yourself, I'm not really good at that because I know that when I give credit to myself, I make myself feel uncomfortable because I even feel uncomfortable. So if you sat here and said, hey, Lucas, you did a really good job today at this, it makes me somewhat uncomfortable in a sense. Like, it makes me feel good, but yeah, it's also the the praise of the, or the unbridled praise of someone who can just look at you and say, hey, you did really good today. You did an amazing job. And when it's genuine and you can really feel it, it's almost uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And in a way, I really try to do that to people to let them know. Like, I want people to feel good about themselves. Yeah. So I try to let them know when they do things really well. And um, also, in a way, I'm trying to help myself because I want to learn in the end that when someone does tell me those things, like to accept them and not feel uncomfortable. But it is true that like you said too, that you can struggle with that and still say, yeah, I, am not very good at giving myself credit, you know? You know, again, finding that out in middle school though, seriously, it was uh, yourself on the back.
1: It was, uh, I didn't think it was impressive at the time because I sat down and I I looked at it very objectively because I'm a very objective person. Yeah. Um, and I just sat down and I was like, okay, I'm feeling sad right now. Yeah. And I don't want to feel sad.
0: Yeah. What can you do to not feel sad?
1: So let's stop being sad, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I mean, it, it took a summer, took a summer or two. Yeah. Um, it also helped I over the summer, over like that summer. So eighth grade summer, summer before high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Summer before high school. I uh, I went to the summer camp I had always gone to. Yeah. Um, and that was, it was just a really good year there. Um, yeah just for me it was it was it was a good year to build my self confidence yeah cuz it was like uh one of the one of the first years um it was like i don't know i, I just had felt ugly that year you know yeah. and then at camp um my 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 people there didn't make me feel ugly yeah so that's good when when i said ugly i meant like uh not only physically unattractive but like also as a person as a person as a just person like yeah ugly yeah, I, I, I can see what you're saying. I was feeling ugly that entire eighth grade year. Yeah, It's, it's really
0: fascinating, too, how you can have that same exact type of group. Not not group, but a camp is the same thing as middle school. Like, let's be real. In the grand scheme of things, it's a bunch of kids getting together, hanging out. School I've been is hanging out with
1: Andre since fifth grade.
0: Yeah. It's bunch of kids just getting out hanging together Wait, and you go to a camp that all of a sudden just the attitude changes a little bit yeah changes your whole and it's
1: it's so weird because it's it's these kids right mm-hmm. and i've been going to this camp since fourth grade yeah right and i go i go to a certain session during the summer yeah so every year i go back i go back to the same kids yeah and it's these kids i haven't seen for a year yeah and it's just it's
0: a really cool thing because you get to see their you get to see how they you could see their evolution but in
1: spurts in spurts right yeah. you, you see only them once a year yeah um so it, it's really interesting to see them, and then they, those are the people that um, make you feel grounded because they only
0: see big picture you, right? Yeah, and they understand, which is kind of fascinating because you think that you have to really get to know someone, but you almost get to know someone really well by the big picture interactions that you have with them that, oh, Jimmy? Yeah, I've seen Jimmy at summer camp for the past five years now. Jimmy's yeah. a really nice guy because he doesn't sit there and focus on the like the struggles that you have.
1: Exactly. So when you get accepted by the, uh, the people who have, who've learned from you big picture. That's a really good way of looking um, at it. It was, yeah. uh, it was a really, really rewarding and really motivating thing because uh, yeah. I had been down in the dumps that year mm-hmm. um, and then I went to the summer camp and they're like, oh, no, you're, you're still cool. Yeah. You're still you. You're still you. I still want you're to hang still out awesome. with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um,
0: and that's why I loved summer camp so much. Mm-hmm. All right. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. We got a good like hour 10 in. Yeah, I, yeah, I can. I'll keep talking. Yeah. Well,
1: there was a lot of things I wanted to talk about today, yeah.
0: actually. Let's touch on it, then.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, first of all, uh, we had talked about evolution a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted to talk about... Let's
0: tie off these things that you wanted to talk about, because I feel like I've been going on.
1: Yeah, so we talked about evolution uh, and how, um, like, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, don't really, I just remember we talked about evolution.
0: Yeah, so evolution and how it kind of applies to a lot of different things. Mm, yeah, yeah that's, right, mm-hmm. that's right, that's right, that's uh, right. So mm. I was thinking about evolution in
1: terms of... Um, interpersonal combat. Yeah. You know, it's like how did people 50,000 years ago fight versus how they fight now?
0: I think uh there's a uh, this is something that really fascinates me because evolution of combat is is natural within us. So, mm. if you look at humans in general in tribes, when we were back then, uh we were living back in Paleolithic times and, and tribes—that um, was how you handled things with each other. You did yeah, not. You did not only go out and combat big woolly mammoths or whatever. Yeah. Right? Um, there wasn't a lot of because language wasn't developed, mm. so there wasn't a lot of sitting down and going, "Oh, hey, like, how you doing? Oh, you you, you think about this thing like that? Well, I don't think only, about that thing like that. Smash! Yeah, it was just, oh, who's the biggest, strongest guy? Mm. And it's just something that's ingrained with within us. And that is something that I notice when I when I really do jujitsu is that when I do it it feels natural. Like Yeah,
1: well it's a, it's a fight for your life.
0: Yeah. And when you get in that moment, there is all these bells, bells and alarms yeah, well, that you, go out. You, off, you yeah. break it
1: down fundamentally, your brain's it's designed to do one thing and that's survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when you simulate not surviving,
0: yeah. it you really And you it activate. really it's really freaky how quickly your brain can be convinced that you're dying, that you're dying in a safe situation.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not hard. Yeah. Your so, brain is, it's it's a bit of a pansy sometimes. Yeah.
0: I mean, I got my concussion while I was rolling. Yeah. I, uh, and I still rolled. Yeah. So I got taken down and, um, yeah, well, we'll talk about the evolution of combat too, but so I got taken down and, uh, I got knocked out for like maybe half a second. I I think, I don't really remember. So, I remember hitting face first on the mat, and there was either a second or two where I'm out, mm. or it's just because my face was in the mat and eyes closed, you know what I mean? But I remember there being a second right after going, what the fuck? Like, what? What happened? And then I got proceeded to fight for my life and then get choked. Who were you rolling with? I was rolling with uh, with um, Tom, He's what? who is a- The new black belt, right? Yeah. Who is- He's a killer. Bro. And I, I'm not mad at him at all or anything. It was a complete accident. Mm-hmm. It was just like a freak accident. I, um, What happened was there was like an arm drag. And then uh, my arm, I just couldn't post out when mm-hmm. I fell because I mm-hmm. fell at like an awkward mm-hmm. angle because yeah. I tried to turn. Because I kind of roll uh, in indicative of, of my nature is to just roll kind of wild. Yeah. Uh, because I love posting out balancing. I really like moving my body in really different ways that people yeah. don't see. Um, so it was kind of just natural occurrence of what happened. And it's, I mean, it's unfortunate, but it it is what it is. And, um, so I remember that. And then he just like, he took me down and then he was taking my back and I just remember being like, what the Mm -hmm. fuck? (laughs) Concussions
1: are crazy. I I have a friend uh, at Babson who got a concussion in the first half of a basketball game. Yeah. And he doesn't remember the second half of the basketball game. Yeah. But
0: that's the, like, that's the best basketball game he's ever had. Like (laughs) he
1: set a school record.
0: Yeah. So your uh, brain kind of just, man, I don't even know how to describe it. It's different what you get, so it can shut off or whatever. Mm. Um, But yeah, it's just, there's a lot of these instinctual things that are ingrained in you because of this evolution of how- How Lizard brains OP. Yeah. It really is really good at doing a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to combat, it's just kind of fascinating how, um, especially if you look at the UFC now, the really successful people are wrestlers. And wrestling, 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 nobody used to give wrestling the time of day. Yeah. And wrestling, to be honest, it, it probably has changed a lot, but, um, a lot of those skills like getting single legs, double legs, classic Greco wrestling. And I'm not an expert. I'm not an Mm -hmm. expert. I'm just going off of kind of my couch knowledge here. Um, they still use a lot of those things. They use a lot of those things and it, they're effective. Yeah, it's effective. just, it's all about getting people to the ground because when you're on the ground, humans aren't meant to be in the ground. It's like, no, it's like, it's swimming, like being right? in water. It's exactly
1: bad. bad. <laughs> people, we're not meant to swim, right? Mm-hmm. We're shit swimmers. Yeah. We're shit at being on the ground. We're not meant to crawl around and shit. Yeah. So taking somebody to the ground is like basically like
0: throwing them in a pool. Yeah. And if they don't know what they're doing, it's Take really, yeah. really apparent very fast. The yeah.
1: But so that's, that's the reason uh, is like wood. I don't know. Would Cowboy Cerrone, right? Mm -hmm. You take him back five thousand years to like ancient Egypt, right? Is he fucking up everybody in ancient Egypt or not? Because I think he is.
0: I think okay. I think that he fucks up everybody, but that one percent of people that is like that is just such a huge human being. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because everybody in his weight class. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I would have to. You would have to assume so, right? No weapons, and his job is to sit there and just make his body the most effective weapon that he can possibly make it. You know? Mm -hmm. And jiu-jitsu is the spearhead of this, of modern martial arts Mm -hmm. that is, like, emerging, I would say, Mm -hmm. because jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, at least, is fairly recent in the scope of martial arts. Brazilian jiu-jitsu is the entire reason that we have,
1: like, the whole publication of MMA and the UFC. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, I'm going to have to agree with you there. Yeah, I think... It's crazy how um, humans have been around for so long, but we've n- we've not found a way to hurt each other. Like, yeah, we've, we're discovering new ways to hurt each other.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like that's what <laughs> humans do. We like to hurt each we other.
1: We like to hurt each other. Like how we have? How did we not figure out arm bars?
0: Yeah, I. It's possible that we did. We probably. It's did. possible that it's you just the first had that. Time we've written all this shit down. <laughs> yeah, it's pro- Yeah, honestly, yeah, because you probably had that one caveman who was like, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to fuck everybody up with it. Yeah, and there then was,
1: there was definitely oh yeah oh yeah there was definitely a yeah He's
0: was agree. like oh that's weak yeah, yeah let me let me go and do that yeah you know so it's really fascinating how all that's changed and then i mean big scope of things how humans hurt each other nowadays and everything all that evolution and just how that's jump-started with the era of technology and the internet it's just unbelievable and it just it's crazy the, it's,
1: the, the internet is op
0: oh my god it's you have access like i said you have access to more information than any human ever
1: yeah, it's kind of it's kind of turned. I, uh, no, I guess human beings were kind of a plague before
0: internet. I think that um, I think I've talked to you about this too. As a, this is that that's a classic Luke's saying, by the way. <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get roasted. Course. I'm gonna get roasted for it at some point. At I some don't point. Think I've talked about this. Before. Well, I think I've talked to you about this before, but um, I'm gonna talk about it. Anymore. I'm gonna talk about it again. Um, is just um how just having all this information and everything just changes the game for just our lives it's crazy and how effectively you can do things and we're just not ready for it even though we we think that we are you know what i mean because we're smart humans are exceptionally smart and i think there's this place where humans and nature can really coexist and we can find it and we can find technology we can find this medium right Uh, i'm a very big optimist in that, that we can find this middle ground where technology can kind of integrate with nature. Somehow we're not harming. Well, anything.
1: It's, it, that'll happen as soon as we say goodbye to the coal industry.
0: Yeah. Well, I th-
1: maybe. Well, I think the there's solar a lot of panels are cool, but solar yeah. panels kind of destroy the earth to get them. You know? Yeah.
0: So there's a lot of um, interesting factors and there will be something, there will be something that eventually you'll have that smart guy. And I was talking about this before is that it really takes innovators for these things to change. And it takes very special innovators and it takes very special circumstances for those people. It takes people. a lot of luck. Yeah, it really does. And people don't realize that. People don't realize, people looking up at Bill Gates is an incredible thing to do, but
1: people don't realize how lucky Bill Gates is. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you went out and created Microsoft or even me, let's say I went out and this podcast grows to the point where... Um, I have like millions of viewers or right. Or, and you have, let's say you, or you have a, you just create an invention that gets millions of people buying it. Right. That is so pot shot luck in a way. And you can work your ass off. You can work your ass off and you can be the most gifted person. Like you could be the most gifted inventor. You can be the best podcaster, best speaker, but sometimes you just need a little bit of that magic that, Oh, everything just fell right that day. And people just clicked and they listened or people just went out and they were like, oh, I'm going to buy this. It makes my life easier. And just everything came together. And there's a lot like Elon Musk is one of those people that we're starting to see where it's special. He's starting to create special things kind of human being. Yeah. It's like people, people like him Mm -hmm. uh, and all the people that are like him that didn't make it.
1: Yeah. Like how many Elon Musk's do you think there are that aren't billionaires? Huns. That are just Elon bums.
0: Instead. Yeah. yeah, they're really smart. They just never applied mm. themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Andre. <laughs> Andre might be the biggest genius, the laziest genius of a ferment. I know I roast Andre on here and I love him, but I'll have him on at some point. We'll talk about how uh, he just likes to lay in bed all day. I mean, I had to wake him up three times.
1: <laughs> I have to text Lucas to wake him up.
0: Yeah. I actually <laughs> had to call Jimmy from work. I, I thought he died because it he was... He slept till like four o'clock in the afternoon. He, he slept till 4 p.m. And I... So I tend to try and be really relaxed. I mean, I can, my anxiety can get the better of me at some points. But when I start getting texts from Sophia and my dad, it's like, Andre didn't pick up. Everyone's trying to get a hold of him. It's like, oh, fuck, is he dead in a ditch somewhere? I don't know what happened. Did he just like fall asleep and die? I don't know. He's just not picking up. So I had to call Jimmy and Jimmy goes, yeah, I'll, I'll be right over. Let me go check. And as I'm doing that on the phone with Jimmy, my sister texts me, oh, dad got a hold of him. He was sleeping
1: yeah it's crazy how <laughs> crazy how uh how our bodies let us do them, that to ourselves you know yeah it's like he he stayed up until like 5 a.m yeah the previous day like why did our body let us do that
0: it's <laughs> it's kind of funny the the power of the mind to just be like I'm staying up yeah yeah the mind is crazy but I'm not gonna get up tomorrow and work out how stupid is that it's it's really funny how like, our I'm going to push
1: is, through three hours of fatigue to play this video game, but I'm not going to go to the gym awful
0: fatigue. It's not and it's not pleasant. Those it's not pleasant staying up that late is terrible It's hard. Yeah, it's really hard. It takes a lot of effort and a lot of willpower. But uh, I mean this while we're recording. This is your last day here. We might have to do that. We might have to pull an all-nighter. We might have to pull an all-nighter. Yeah, we a, an all-nighter. all right. Well, Joe just got here. So we're actually we're a little bit on a schedule but uh jimmy i was i was so glad to have you here well, yeah, we're, well i'm gonna have to you on again on. i want to yeah. have you on in the summer after you uh i want to talk about we got to talk about your mom yeah. and moving to vienna and everything but that leaves uh that leaves some material for next time Yeah, too. A, it'll be a good
1: cliffhanger for yeah. everybody that's watching
0: i know well seriously jimmy it was Listening. awesome having you on this yeah, time. it was awesome to be on man all right you got any closing words
1: no nope, just thanks for having me on
0: of course you're welcome anytime all right bye i love you guys thank you bye